1: I wish in my soul, I wish
0: that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country,
2: this country will be saved.
3: War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Banff.
2: We are borrowing money, we are borrowing your future for things that are being wasted upon today. For more than a trillion dollars, that means China is funding this. We need to change that behavior and make America stronger, less dependent on China, and actually curve inflation. Yes, sir. Speaker McCarthy, what is your level of optimism that this is all gonna get resolved? You know, look, if this is where we were in February when I first came down, I'd be very optimistic that this would get solved right away. Uh, the structure has changed, so we're in a better process.
3: You, speaker. Speaker. you want to say speaker. anything else? Well, let me. <laughs> Seven of the last ten, seven of the last ten debt ceilings have carried something else. What the Speaker and I are advocating here is not unusual. It's more common than not. A perfect example of it is the the Congressional Review Acts that we've been voting on periodically in Congress. to overturn was done on a debt ceiling during the Clinton administration. So this shouldn't be this hard. Number one, we know we're not going to default. They know it, we know it. We're running out of time. And just finally, as the speakers pointed out, the president's agreed to designate somebody to be the, the lead, as I recommended to President Trump in 2019 when we face the same situation. Do you think he wanted to negotiate with Speaker Pelosi? Of course not. I said you have no choice.
2: Yes, ma'am. Go right ahead.
4: Um, can you talk about can you talk about your discussions during the meeting on the work requirements? Are you just discussing TANF changes now? Or is Medicaid and snap requirements look, still on the
2: table? Look, I'm not gonna negotiate with all of you. We we know where we need to get to, we know what bill we have passed. Look, the way the founders have developed this country which is an unbelievable country. You lend your voice to your elected officials. The House passes a bill, the Senate passes a bill, and then you go to conference. Unfortunately, the House is the only body that has passed the bill and raised the debt limit. We are now 15 days away from hitting this limit. Republicans didn't sit back and wait till Janet Yellen told us when the deadline was. We passed it long before she ever said June 1st was coming. Because we didn't want to put America into jeopardy like this. And so, we have worked to try to solve problems. Just as you looked at Title 42 being lifted on the border, we didn't ignore the problem, like the White House. We actually put a border control bill out there so we can secure our borders. And what happened this weekend? A person on the terrorist watch list from Afghanistan was just coming across this border. Why? You know, we caught more people in the month of February on the terrorist watch list than we caught the entire time of the last administration. You can't keep ignoring problems, you got to find solutions. And that's what the Republicans and the House have done. Yes, ma'am.
4: Thank you so much. Uh, what do you tell the world who is looking at you now and concern about uh, possible default and the implications in the global economy?
2: Look, I think America is the number one economy in the world. And when we get done with this negotiations, America's economy is going to be stronger because we're going to make the American economy stronger by putting more people back to work, lifting them out of poverty, lowering our energy costs, And more importantly, curving our spending that the runaway. So, as the world looks around and look back at America, said they were spending too much. They won't be able to say that more. Thank you all very much. Look, I, I look at the bill we passed. We're the only ones that have been able to raise the debt ceiling. What we look to is limit, save, grow. I want to curve inflation. We all know how inflation created in America. Democrats spent six trillion more dollars. Every economist will tell you. Everybody warned us about it. And then, unfortunately, even the Treasury Secretary lied to us about it, said it was transitory. When it caused more damage and harm to every American, what we're able to do by limit is curb the inflation. We want to get off our dependency on China. How do we do that? We help our supply chain. We get more people into, uh, out of poverty into work. And remember what we're talking about when we're talking about work requirements. It's only for those people who are able-bodied with no dependents. You could be going to school, no problem. You could be looking for work, no problem. Wisconsin just passed this by 82%. The president as senator voted for it. We find every statistical data, it helps Americans get better jobs and work. And then let's just turn it okay. on its head.
0: Uh, it's so Tuesday, of demo- May, 2023. As we told you, so a couple of things to take away here. And by the way, we've got Julie Kelly, more explosive news. What an afternoon. Um, you're in the war room, by the way. So a couple things that we wanted. Number one. We said there was a phony negotiation going on. Remember, they had the Office of Legislative Affairs. That's not a player. That's Grundunville. That was that was negotiating with um, with uh, McCarthy's chief. That's not a negotiation. Nothing happened. They've now put rachetti, who is the chairman of their campaign. He's a guy that that Biden trusts has been with Biden forever. rachetti is now going to, to lead the negotiations. We've also got which the media will never say. There's a huge win already. Remember, Biden was never going to negotiate. It's got to be a clean debt ceiling. Now they're in the negotiation. So we broke them for us. Take their position and break them and make sure that they they fold from their original position. That's what, the, in any type of negotiation, this is critically important. When they dig in and now they have given that up and they're in a negotiation. Rachetti's doing it, and I think it's Graves, the congressman, who's been doing a lot of the negotiations. He did the negotiations really behind the scenes with the 20. Early, he's become kind of the go-to guy, plus other guys on McCarthy's staff, number one. Number two, um, they've canceled the trip. I think they've canceled the trip, as we said today in the morning show, and Peter Navarre said they wanted to cancel the trip. I didn't believe that because I do believe they want to see him on the world stage, but they know how tough the travel is for him. He ain't going, okay, number two. Number three, about these items, because remember, the key here is to hold the line. The only deal we're going to give them that's different than the deals on the table is a tougher deal for them. We're going to add things to it, take more cuts and add like getting out of the World Health Organization or elements of the border security bill. they already the work requirements. And they said, oh, this is a red line. We can't do this. You can't make people on Medicaid. Remember, Medicaid, Social Security and Medicare are sacrosanct in this. Medicaid, it's in play, and particularly these work requirements. And the work requirements are not nearly tough enough. My point, lots of good things coming out today. And McConnell and McCarthy are together. The number, as McCarthy started off, said the key to democracy, the key to this republic is making sure your voice is heard. 202-225-3121 is the House. 202-224-3121 is the Senate. I'm also told if you call the 224, they'll put you through it anywhere. Okay. Make sure they're hearing from you today. We're going to do it again tomorrow. Make sure that, hey, it's very simple. Hold the line. We're not backing off one inch of this deal. The only people that have a plan on the debt ceiling is is the MAGA Republican House, and they've got it. And now these people are squirming. It is so important in a negotiation. When you take these positions, remember, he's up there week after week after week, clean debt ceiling. I need a clean debt ceiling. The polling numbers are terrible on that. The American people right now, forty-five percent of your fellow countrymen do not want. It's forty-five, forty-four. They do not want one penny raised, not one more additional dollar borrowed on this orgy of spending. We've got a lot more in this, but I got to get to Julie Kelly. Can we play the MTG? I got the Julie Kelly is here. Can we play the can we play the MTG thing as the cold open for Julie? Let's play it.
4: I think we should all refresh our memories today and remember history. And who has caused the political violence here in Washington, D.C. by remembering how many times D.C. Metro Police were deployed for dangerous riots. In 2020, where Antifa and BLM rioters violently raged continuously, even nearly burning down the city, hundreds of police officers were injured and rioters destroyed millions of dollars in property. Riots went to such extreme levels in Lafayette Park that Secret Service forced President Trump into the White House bunker. But all of the extreme left-wing violence didn't just start in 2020. No, it started in 2017 on President Trump's inauguration day. But all you hear about is a three-hour riot on one single day, January 6, 2021. So let's talk about violent criminals and justice. Chief Conti, you've said what we've got to do if we really want to see homicides go down is keep bad guys with guns in jail. When they are in jail, they can't be in communities shooting people. Keep violent people in jail. Is that right, yes or no? Yes. Thank you. Mayor Bowser, do you agree with Chief Conti, yes or no?
3: Yes, until people serve their sentence.
4: Yes, you agree they should stay in jail. Thank you very much, Mayor. Mr. Graves, you are the U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia. You have the unique ability to prosecute both local and federal cases. However, Mr. Graves, your office has declined to prosecute 67% of those arrested in 2022, which means they can't stay in jail like Chief Conti is demanding after his police officers do the hard work of arresting these criminals. Instead, you are solely focused on prosecuting January 6 cases from one single day in our history. Meanwhile, DC crime is up. Total crime is up 27% from last year. Carjacking up 114%. Murders up 11%. Sexual abuse is up 45%. Property crime is up 30%. And just yesterday morning, a little innocent 12 year old girl was shot while sleeping in her own bed by another rampant, violent criminal who has probably been previously arrested and not prosecuted. What do you think a resident in Anacostia is more afraid of? Their child catching a stray bullet on Monday or a grandma walking through the Capitol more than two years years ago? Mr. Graves, your decision to not prosecute 67% of the crimes in DC is absolutely criminal itself. People who were charged with murder have been arrested on average 11 times before because you refuse to keep them in jail like Chief Conti is demanding. You have already abused your position by maliciously prosecuting at least 1,000 people from January 6th, but you recently announced that you're going to arrest at least 1,000 more. Let me remind everyone the manner in which you go about your January 6th prosecutions. A man named Matthew Perna, who had no criminal record, peacefully entered the Capitol through an open door on January 6th. He stayed inside roughly 20 minutes He didn't assault anyone, not a police officer, anyone. He didn't damage any property. He fully cooperated with the FBI and eventually pled guilty to all charges. But right before his sentencing, you, Mr. Graves, asked the judge for more time to object to the pre-sentence report, by the way, while you weren't prosecuting many of the crimes in D.C. This was so that, that you could ask for at least a few more years in prison for the guy that walked around in the Capitol for 20 minutes, not assaulting anyone. And this is what you've done repeatedly, over and over, for those who've pled or have been convicted on January 6th. Well, two weeks later, Matthew Perna hung himself in his garage. Mr. Graves, he was 37 years old. On March 9th, 2022, you dropped the case against Matthew Perna because he was dead. The time for weaponizing the Department of Justice needs to come to an end. And because you refuse to prosecute real criminals that are are violating all the crimes here in Washington, D.C., and you want to talk about D.C. residents, they are victims of your abuse of power. And because of that, I am introducing articles of impeachment on you, Mr. Graves, and I yield back the remainder of my time.
0: Stunning today at this committee meeting, we've got Julie Kelly. We're gonna take a short commercial break. We're gonna be back with Julie Kelly. MTG rolling on an impeachment of a US attorney this afternoon in uh, over in the house. Short break. Back with Julie Kelly in a moment.
5: The word Hong Kong. We will fight till We rejoice when there is no more. Let's take down the CCP.
0: President Trump recently issued a warning from his home at Mar-a-Lago. And I want to quote this. Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be the greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. End quote. He did that in the interview that I had with him a couple weeks ago at his home. Now, there are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar. Inflation, deficit spending, and our insurmountable national debt. The fact is there's one asset that has withstood famine, wars, and political and economic upheaval dating back to biblical times. That would be gold. Gold has been a hedge against chaos from time immemorial. And you can own it in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. That's right. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401K maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Let me repeat that. You don't pay a penny out of pocket. Just text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand through the entire process. Let me repeat that. Birch Gold professionals will hold your hand through this entire process. Now think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. It always has been. How much more time does the dollar actually have? Protect your savings with gold like I did. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text Bannon to 989898. Get your free info kit on gold. Text again, Bannon, to 989898. Remember, the best part, is you don't pay a penny out of pocket to get this information and start the process. Do it today. Take action. Host Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, remember, on the debt ceiling, just a headline, we're winning. Hold the line. I'm going to get back and break it down even a b- little bit more later in this hour. Julie Kelly's with us. MTG, I think is going to call him by phone. Julie uh, walk us through what happened today, ma'am. You've been on this story since January 6th. Walk us through why today was so important and so dramatic.
6: It was very important because the House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer uh, demanded an appearance by DCUS Attorney Matthew Graves. He is the uh, the Biden-appointed United States attorney for the District of Columbia. He is handling the entire January 6th criminal prosecution. Now a caseload of over a thousand defendants, as Marjorie said today, uh, promises to double that caseload. Meanwhile, the city of D.C. has descended into violent chaos. He is ignoring prosecuting repeat offenders in the city as carjacking, gun crimes, homicide, you name it, carjackings, all of these crimes are skyrocketing. His attention, and he's unique in U.S. attorneys because he handles local and federal crimes, his attention from his office, his prosecutors is almost solely dedicated to continuing to round up arrest and charge mostly misdemeanor offenses related to the four hour disturbance on the at the Capitol on January 6th. So that is what um, Julie,
0: Julie, a, Julie, ha- ju- Julie ha- hang on one second. I've got Congressman Green and I want to come back to you for to contextualize this since, you know, in depth uh, these outrageous uh, charges that these guys are hunting down these thousand people for Congressman Green. We just played a five minute clip from your evisceration. Of Graves in your call for impeachment. It's pretty dramatic. Uh, do you think you have the goods to do this, ma'am? The receipts?
7: Yes, I, I believe we do have the receipts. And I really hope to see my entire conference get on board with this because, Steve, it's time to end the weaponization of government. And Matthew Graves was just number one for articles of impeachment this week. Uh, impeachment this week, as a matter of fact, I'd like to let everyone know. Welcome to impeachment week.
0: Let me ask you, you, you make the case there that it's the, which nobody's talking about. And Julie just brought up, you made the case that the, the victims here, as much as the families of, of these uh, J6 people, are the citizens, the honest, hardworking citizens of Washington, D.C. that are being preyed upon by these uh, these felons and these criminals and these violent criminals. While Gray spends all of his time spends all of his time tracking down misdemeanors is is that the theory of your case that you're trying to protect the folks in d c?
7: Well, of course, and it's to end the weaponization of the Department of Justice and the FBI and our entire government. It's a two tier justice system, and the victims of the two tier justice system are the residents and the people that that work in washington d c If you live and work. In Washington, D.C., you live under a reign of terror from criminals that roam the streets. And it's because people like Matthew Graves, especially Matthew Graves, who is the U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia, he refuses to prosecute violent crime. As a matter of fact, 67% of those arrested in 2022 did not get prosecuted by Matthew Graves. Instead, he turned the entire attention of his office and uh, at the the full weight of the US Attorney's Office for the Department of Justice against people like Matthew Perna, who walked in the Capitol for 20 minutes through an open door, never assaulted a police officer, never caused a single penny of damage to the Capitol, but he committed suicide because of the extreme nature and persecution that Matthew uh, Graves weighs in on these January 6th defendants. And that was the example I gave today. But, Steve, it's imperative. It, as a matter of fact, it's the most important thing that Republicans can do is is to use the power of impeachment and to use the power of the Holman Rule and to use the power we have in appropriations to end the reign of terror that has been brought on by Biden's Department of Justice and FBI and the weaponization of government against conservatives all over America, pro-life uh, protesters, parents trying to hold their school boards accountable, uh, January 6th defendants, um, uh, Catholics. They're, they've, they're going after Catholics now. But any conservative uh, and Trump supporter, Trump voter, anyone that wears a MAGA hat and just simply wants our country to be great again – those They find themselves in the crosshairs of Matthew Graves, uh, and Matthew Graves isn't the only one. He was just number one on my list of impeachment this week. There's more coming. I've already filed articles of impeachment on Christopher Wray because we know his abuse as director of the FBI has been unprecedented.
0: Do you think you have the conference, as as compelling as these arguments are, as dramatic as these arguments are, as, as, as in your face the evidence is, do you believe that you have the backing and support of the members of your conference to move forward on Bray and, and Graves immediately, ma'am?
7: I don't believe I have their support immediately. No, Steve. And that's why I'm... I'm calling on you. I'm calling on people that watch the war room. I'm calling on the American people. I'm calling on Republican voters. I'm calling on people that care about uh, justice, that care about the integrity of our government, that care about our Constitution. I'm calling on them to fall in line and, and bring in as much support as possible because it's the people's support that matters. Steve, I don't, I don't have to have the support in the conference to file articles of impeachment, if I have the support of the American people and they let my colleagues know, I believe that's the way that I will gain the support for these articles of impeachment because it's the Republican voters. It's the America First Patriots. It's the, the MAGA Republicans. And it's people that are sick and tired of the lies from the Democrats. And sick and tired of the empty promises, and sick and tired of the two-tier justice system. It's those people's support that will bring the support that I need in the conference to get the job done and impeach all of these people. I've, there's more coming this week. I've only done Matthew Graves. I've done Christopher Ray, And there are more coming the rest of this week. And I believe in impeachment, Steve. Our founding fathers gave us this powerful tool— and this, the tool of impeachment is the same as firing someone in your business. When they're destroying your company, then they're stealing money from you. They're corrupt and they're ruining your business. You fire people. And that's what impeachment is. And we, we have a lot of people that need to be fired in the federal government. And that is why I'm introducing these articles of impeachment. That's why there's more to come. And that's why I am going to be asking and begging for the support of Republicans all over the country to call every single Republican colleague I have here in Washington, D.C. in the House of Representatives and tell them to get on board because we have a job to do and we have a country to save.
0: Well, you have the support of the War Room and this audience, no doubt. Uh, Congressman, how do people get to you? What's the best way to go and find out more about this?
7: I'll ask everyone to follow me on my social media. That's on Getter on Twitter, on Truth Social, uh, other social media. I ask everyone to pay attention and follow along. Um, uh, You can also be watching our hearings. Uh, There's more hearings. Watch watch my floor speeches. Most importantly, watch my press conference at 9 a.m. on Thursday, where I'll be talking through the, the importance of impeachment and how we restore integrity and justice back to the United States of America.
0: OK, we'll be covering that. Uh, we commit to you. Congressman Green, thank you for taking time away today. And thank you for uh, really bringing the heat in this committee meeting today it was much needed.
7: Thank you so much, Steve. Thank you, everyone that watches War Room. Thank you, Julie Kelly.
0: Thank you, ma'am. Julie, let's step back for a second. Explain to our audience uh Matthew Graves in the, the abuses of Matthew Graves against uh, January 6th when he's allowed D.C., this beautiful, magnificent city, mm-hmm. to really become a crime-infested, uh, uh, you know, rat hole. Walk us through what he's actually done and where his focus has been and the abuse he's done on the J6 part, man.
6: Uh, Well, he is bringing ridiculous charges against American citizens. A month or so after he took the reins of this office in November of 2021, he came up with seditious conspiracy charges against members of the Oath Keepers. That was January of 2022. He did that immediately so he could sort of tone down and placate the left because there was criticism that no one had been charged with anything close to insurrection. So Matthew Graves takes over the office. Within eight weeks, he hands hands down this Civil War era statute The last time DOJ tried to bring seditious conspiracy charges against people in 2010 was laughed out of federal court by a Michigan judge. Not only did he bring seditious conspiracy charges against Oath Keepers, he did it in June of 2022 against members of the Proud Boys. Of course, he just got four convictions on that charge. He has six convictions of the Oath Keepers on this extremely rare count. In addition to that, Steve, he is seeking outlandish prison sentences. Representative Biggs, and I want to credit, of course, MTG for her courage. She's really uh, just has no equal in terms of her courage and bravery, how she articulates these arguments. Most Republicans on that panel today sat there and refused to confront Matthew Graves for the selective political abusive prosecution of their own voters. Shame on them for what they did. Representative Biggs, however, did confront Matthew Graves, who is seeking a 14-year prison sentence for a man named Thomas Caldwell, an almost 70-year-old decorated disabled naval veteran, who uh, he charged with seditious conspiracy. He was acquitted of that charge. He was only convicted of an obstruction felony and tampering with evidence. Matthew Graves wants Thomas Caldwell to die in prison. He refused to answer for his sentence, which it's in a 183-page sentencing recommenda, uh, recommendation, refused to answer Andy questions question. Yeah.
0: Jo- 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 Julie, Julie, can you hang on one second? We'll just take a short break. We'll return about the impeachment of Matthew Graves. This, uh, this train is rolling. Next in the war room. Stephen K. Bannon here with a warning. When's the last time you checked the legal title to your home? What if the title to your home, the legal document that proves you actually own it, is in some criminal's name? That's home title theft, and it's a total and complete nightmare. Home titles are online now. Once a criminal forges your signature, it's a race against time to stop him before he takes out loans against your home or worse, sells your home. So when's the last time you checked your home's title? My partners at Home Title Lock demonstrate how criminals get you in minutes. They found the title to my home online and forged my signature stating I sold my home. Some criminal was now the owner. Home Title Lock helps shut it down. That's what they do better than anyone on this planet. How do you know some criminal hasn't taken over your title to your home? Find out free with a sign up and get 30 days. Let me repeat that. 30 days of free protection when you use promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com, Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Do this today. Take action, action, action. Stephen K. Bannon. MyPillow.com, promo code War Room. Let's keep the full capacity of this plant of the Great Factory up in uh, Minnesota. You do it by getting the MyPillow 2.0, the advanced technology, new release pillow. Buy one, get one free. Also, the topper, massive discount. But go check out all the sales. MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM, action, action, action. Go check it out today. Um, Julie Kelly, Graves. Hasn't he also, uh, I want to go back to Caldwell and these other, the, the, the sentences. The sentences are, are terrible. But isn't he also the guy that's kept these people in for misdemeanors in jail for a couple of years while they wait trial, ma'am?
6: Not misdemeanors, but certainly nonviolent offenses like obstruction, conspiracy, conspiring to obstruct an official proceeding, and then, of course, seditious conspiracy. So he has sought indefinite incarceration for these men. For example, what you and I talked about, the Proud Boys, um, keeping them in jail, delaying their trials delaying a discovery, uh, withholding evidence, withholding information about FBI informants and other assets who were involved in January 6th. This is the sort of thing that Matthew Graves and his prosecutors have been doing. But Steve, if I can say one thing, well, I'll say a few things, but there's no point in looking back at the Durham report. That's over. No one is going to be held accountable. We need to look forward. How we hold these agencies
0: okay. Okay. and these officials? Hold, hold, hold hold, hold, hold it! Why you hang on? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Why you bring it up? The Durham report's a joke. Yes, we know Crossfire Hurricane was illegal. We know coming. Where are the prosecutions? You see the Democrats playing playing patty cake like this? They play Smash Mouth, and look what they've done to these people for these nonviolent, violent I don't even call them felonies, Mr. Mies, Guys wandering around, and when they got when they go after obstruction, they don't have anything else. They don't have anything else. And and you see the Durham report. 300 pages throw it out. It's yes, yes. It, it talks about, uh, yes, Comey shouldn't have done it. This guy shouldn't have done it. They shouldn't have done it. It was all made up. It's all lies. And I know because I was dragged before MOLA. I was dragged before the House Intel. I was dragged before Senate Intel. And I got the legal bills to show it, okay? But Durham is a joke. He's he's exactly the type of pencil neck a gutless coward Republican rhino Bill Barr associate that won't do anything. When you see what they did compared with the J6, that is a coup d'etat. They tried to destroy Trump's presidency from the get-go and nothing happened. Nothing happened. Julie Kelly.
6: That's right. So people need to harness that anger and frustration and look forward. The DOJ is doing not just that, actually worse and they're not just doing it, you know, to President Trump or people like Carter Page. They're doing it, like Marjorie said, to the Mimas from Indiana. They're still arresting people every single week using the Joint Terrorism Task Force. So for people who want this DOJ and FBI held accountable, yes, impeachment, yes, cutoff funds. Why are Republicans, get this, not just continuing to fund Matthew Graves' political persecution operation against Trump supporters. You had two Republican representatives today, Representative Timmons, Representative Armstrong. They slobbered all over these D.C. officials, and one of them actually offered to give Matthew Graves more money to help him hire more prosecutors. This is on top of the $34 million in new funding the Department of Justice got this year to hire almost Hold 100 it. temporary lawyers. Who are, the,
0: who, 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 are, who are these two guys, Timmons, and who's the other one?
6: Armstrong. I believe his first name is Kelly Armstrong.
0: Terrible, terrible. Okay, 202-225-3121. I want the posse to call those two congressmen right now and give them— the old what for, or whatever Mm -hmm. comes to mind. They offered to give him more prosecutors?
6: What One of them said, and it's on my Twitter page, so people can go and double check, whatever resources, we're happy to give you more resources. If you need more money to hire more prosecutors, that's what we'll do. As if this is a resource issue for Matthew Graves, not a political crusade that he's on, doing the Democrats' dirty work, and his own dirty work, by the way, destroying people, causing some to commit suicide, destroying lives over misdemeanors, while he lets carjackers, well, you know, people running around D.C. terrorizing his own residents. Um, And so you have at least two Republicans who are offering to help. We want to help Matthew Graves and Muriel Bowser. We want to give you more of our money so you can... Use it to go round up and arrest this some is, more this of our is, voters.
0: This is the problem. Our this is the problem of our country. They've weaponized. Yeah. Uh, MTG calls him out and, and mm-hmm. moves articles of impeachment. And you got two. This is the same Durham Bill Barr. It's a country club Republican. If mm-hmm. Timmons or Armstrong are your congressman, you should be ashamed right now. So yes. take action and call and let let them let hear it. Because trust me, they respond to that. Julie, we got to bounce, but let me ask you, uh, these articles of impeachment, is there an appetite when you got two guys sitting there going, you're doing a wonderful job, pat on the head, how about we give you some more prosecutors so you can go after J6 people or go after, you know, Catholics praying the rosary in front of abortion centers? Um, it, it, how seriously are they going to take this? Aren't they going to sit there and go, hey, you got a couple of MTGs, a couple of fire breathers. The rest of them are pussycats and wimps and losers and gutless cowards. Uh, and we'll just play to those guys. How, how real is this of uh, these articles of impeachment?
6: I mean, I think it's a good start. It's a talk. It, it It's hold, trying, att- attempting to hold someone accountable to start the process, not sit there and slobber all over Matthew Graves or fixate on the D.C. crime problem, which is legitimate. But this is far beyond, uh, you know, what's happening in the streets of Washington, D.C., I mean, Matthew Graves, people like Matthew Graves, and Jack Smith, the special counsel, they are the Andrew Weissman's, they are the Peter Strocks. they are the Robert Muller's. This is just a different uh, face to the same old racket, weaponizing this Department of Justice against the political right. Um, and so I, I hope that, I know that your viewers and listeners are going to rattle some cages, but we definitely need more Republican well, leaders race. in Congress yeah. supporting what MTG is doing.
0: You gotta, get rid of, you gotta get rid of bums like Timmons and Armstrong. You gotta get real people in there. Let's go ahead and play, hang on for a second. Andy Biggs is another one, let's play Biggs.
5: Uh, I wanna ask about a specific January 6th defendant. Uh, a guy named Thomas Caldwell, decorated disabled Navy veteran, no criminal history. No criminal history, 70 years old. Uh, not charged with any violent crime on January 6th. In fact, he never entered the Capitol building. But you added a seditious conspiracy charge to his case after you took office enhancing the the charges that had already been filed against him. He was convicted ultimately of one obstruction count and one with tampering with evidence. He's 70 years old, you're seeking 14 years in prison. Um, I guess my question is, doesn't that seem like a death sentence to Mr. Caldwell who did not (laughs) did not commit a crime of violence that day? So, I understand the desire to know
1: more about the case. That's obviously an act of ongoing investigation. And my ethical rules
5: and department guidance preclude... He, he, conv- he was convicted. You're, you're getting ready for sentencing. You can answer the question with regard to why you want him to go to sentencing. It's not investigation. It's not ongoing. He's been convicted of two crimes. I need to know So Why?
1: I understand your desire to know, as you said in the predicate to your question, he is pending sentencing. It would be wholly inappropriate for me in a public forum to weigh in on why uh, no, I think that's- No, an- screw
0: you, screw you. This is guy would guy we got to impeach, and Timmins and Armstrong, if you're in this audience and they're your representatives, you should be ashamed of this. Uh-huh. Look right there, I send this guy a Navy vet, a Navy vet served his country, give him a 14-year uh- for this, for ridiculous, this, thing's obs- this is an obscenity. And trust me, when Trump comes back, DOJ, we're going to take a trenching tool to the FBI, to the American Gestapo, and we're going to take a trenching tool to the, uh, to the DOJ, and we're going to dig out guys like Graves, if they're not already impeached and turfed out already. Uh, Julie Kelly.
6: And what is just a bald-faced lie for him to say he can't talk about an ongoing investigation? Thomas Caldwell was convicted in November He's going to be sentenced next week. Matthew Graves produced a 183-page sentencing memorandum for Thomas Caldwell and the other Oath Keepers who were convicted. Then all of a sudden he's confronted and it's ongoing investigation. No, it isn't. It's over. You don't want to sit there and tell the American people why you want an honorable, decent man like Thomas Caldwell with no criminal record who served his country to die in prison because he protested your boss's election. 28 months ago. That's what Matthew Graves did not have the guts to say directly to the American people today. It tells you a lot about that man's character.
0: Julie Kelly, how do people uh, keep up to date with every all the content you're putting up, ma'am?
6: All my work is at American Greatness, amgreatness.com. I'm on Twitter, uh, Truth Social, and that's I got to get back together. Julie underscore Kelly, too, at Twitter.
0: It's amazing. Your your stuff is absolutely incredible. You've done just such a a, a great um, job for your countrymen and your country. It's incredible. On in this, thank you, Julie. Thanks, Steve. Wow, what a day! Let me get uh, Jeff. I don't have time for the for the uh, to to play the cold open of the clip, but l- let me tee this up. Um, so uh, Carrie Lake is going to be in court tomorrow. There's going to be a trial starting early. We're going to be doing wall to wall coverage the reason they stole the governorship was not just about her voter integrity it was because she said i'm going to d- d- use this um this um clause in the constitution that jeff clark and cooknell and others have come up with and what i'm going to do is declare an invasion on the southern border to protect arizona cuz i have the right as governor to do it and i'm going to declare the 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 uh that the, the uh, um uh, the terrorist group of the cartels. Cartels are going to be terrorist groups. And I'm going to p- drop the hammer immediately. And that's when the cartels, everybody else went and b- d- got involved and made sure she's not the governor until we win it in court starting tomorrow. Clark, walk me through. You're, you're one of the architects of this. W- what are we talking about and why is this? It's one of the reasons to stop this invasion so far because even Abbott's gotten up on top of this. Walk us through what we're talking about.
1: Sure, Steve. So thanks for having me on and thanks for having my colleague Wade Miller on, who's one of the architects of this as well, along with uh, Ken. Uh, so this goes back to Article 1, Section 10 of the Constitution, and it gives the power to the states when they are actually invaded or they're in imminent danger thereof. So it, it doesn't actually even need to be an actual invasion, but we know there's an actual invasion taking place on the southern border in Arizona, uh, Texas, et cetera. And uh, gives them the power, essentially, to repel that, to, to wage war, to do what is necessary in order to protect the borders and integrity of the United States. Indeed, Steve, as a historical matter, this power is so uncontroversial in history uh, and so much of a hands-off in terms of the courts saying, look, this this is a question for uh, the states, right? It's, it's a question for the political process that... This basic same clause existed in the Articles of Confederation. And you know that every civic student, at least, used to learn. Maybe uh, students, you know, being Im- influenced by uh, Ibram Kendi and critical race theory don't learn it anymore. But that the Articles of Confederation were abandoned because they were too weak. So here we have a clause where the framers, even when they did the Articles of Confederation and then quickly scrapped those, they carried that clause over into the U.S. Constitution because it was so obvious that it was necessary as a state power. And you're right that Carrie Lake on day one was going to declare an invasion and then use the governor's powers in Arizona to repulse that invasion along the Arizona border. She was all lined up to do it. I think that sent fear waves, shock waves through the Biden administration and I also think through the cartel community because the cartels or, you know, as as sometimes is used as a term of art, transnational criminal organizations, they're running parts of the border. They're running parts even in the United States and they need to be uh, dealt with.
0: Jeff, hang on for one second, because this shows you the Center for Renewing America is um, doing incredible work. This finally got Abbott-focused when Benson made the videos of it. He got focused. Carrie Lake was on top of this from the beginning. Short break, Jeff Clark on the other side. We
5: rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP.
0: Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. either as a consumer or a business owner. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. CEO of FlagShirt.com, a third generation veteran owned small business. I believe that the American way of life is for all of us. I'm asking you today to visit FlagShirt.com. Help keep the American dream alive. Be a flag waver. Carry a nation's heritage. Use coupon code ACTION10 for 10 off site wide and buy a flag shirt today. Action! Action! Action!
8: It's just devastating what's happening in Arizona. I mean, um, it, it's horrible. We saw this coming. We were sounding the alarm bells. I had my amazing uh, border policy called "Defend Arizona," and I thank Wade for talking about it and recognizing how uh, transformative our border policy was. We don't need to rely on Joe. We can't rely on Joe Biden, but we don't need to rely as sovereign states on the federal government when they are failing us in the Guarantee Clause, Article 4, Section 4. We have a constitutional right to protect our citizens from an invasion. And that is exactly what I talked about from day one, practically, of my campaign. As a matter of fact, I got my team together and I said, we will put together the strongest border policy. I wanna use the Constitution. I wanna use every single resource we have to secure our border. Because I recognize that the fastest way to bring down a country is to open up the borders.
0: Carrie Lake, that's why they came after her hard. If you weren't out there and watching that race and we were out there, that's why they came after her, the cartels, the business interests, everything. They realized she was using the Constitution to repel an invasion of the state of Arizona. Real quickly, Jeff, when she says a sovereign state, the the the, the apparatus in town, the administrative state, their heads blow up. What does he, What does she mean by that, and what's the power of that phrase?
1: Sure. So, you know, their heads blow up, Steve, because – Really the doctrines of federalism that recognize the independent sovereignty of the states and the doctrines of the separation of powers are things the left has been fighting against to get rid of or water down, uh, and they've watered it down a lot uh, since our founding. So those are uh, magic words uh, that resonate in the ear of DC and cause them to go into a panic. and And Steve, what? you know, has caused, I think, Texas not to want to push forward on this as fast as governor, uh, I, I, you know, governor candidate uh, Carrie Lake should have been uh, governor, but for the shenanigans, uh, would do is that they say they're worried about 18 U.S.C. 242, which is a statute that goes back basically to the Reconstruction era, and later was added uh, a protection for aliens that basically says if, you, if the federal government sees that states or localities are enforcing the law differentially against aliens mm-hmm. then that's a violation of this statute and So they're saying they fear what will happen to their agents, to their state uh, guard who might repulse the invasion, that the Civil Rights Division, which I've talked about before on your show, is really the shock troops will come after them. They may even seek uh, the death penalty, Steve, because that's in this statute. And so we have a paper up on the Center for Renewing America, which your viewers and listeners can go to, that explains why that argument is complete bunk. Um, that argument would never stand up, and there are no cases that say that. And look, Steve, you know, uh, Pancho Villa was repulsed by New Mexico. Uh, the idea that uh, this statute is intended to constrain that constitutional power given to Arizona, Texas, et cetera, is ridiculous.
0: No, it's a lie. I want to make sure we get that paper, and we'll push it out. Real quickly before I leave you, uh, lose you, Clark, uh, is, is MTG, is she onto something? Do you believe and you're going to either be attorney general or, or White House counsel in the second term, do you believe – that makes their heads blow up, wouldn't it, that Ari Melber? Do you believe, Clark, that Matthew Graves – we have the goods and the receipts on Graves to start uh, articles of impeachment on this U.S. attorney?
1: Steve, I, I think it's an incredibly uh, apparent and weaponized example of selective prosecution. Right. So you have Matthew Graves who's, you know, turning a blind eye toward actual violent crime that real residents of DC care about because he can enforce both local crimes as the US attorney in, in DC. It's a unique position. And exclusively federal crimes. So he's really uh, interested in the federal side of the house. He's looking for, as Julie Kelly calls them, the MIMAs, you know, walking around the Capitol building, say, isn't this great? I'm staying inside the rope lines. They're high priority uh, targets for prosecution. But you know he's not going after uh, you know criminals who might tend to more often be uh, Democrats, Steve, or supported by Democrats. I think it's a very clear case of a violation of equal protection to go after one group of people who are uh, you know Republicans, who are conservatives, who are who are MAGA, and to leave off to the side, in, you know, more pressing, more urgent, more public uh, protecting criminal enforcement in the district of columbia i, I haven't seen a clearer case of that it just makes no sense
0: jeff how did they get to you and how did they get to the center and i can't tell folks enough to go to the center uh russ vote clark cuccinelli uh the, the, um uh wade miller and the rest of the team over there uh kingsley's over there just incredible rachel Summel, you guys got an amazing team and you punch way above your weight where do people go to get this paper how do they get to you on social media
1: Sure. So on social media, I'm Jeff Clark, U.S. on Getter and Twitter, and Real Jeff Clark on Truth Social. Our center is americarenewing.com. And if you just went into Google or a search engine and typed in Section 242 and uh, Center for Renewing America, you know one of the first couple links will be that paper. It's called a, a primer, basically, on, on, uh, on this topic.
0: Thank you, brother. Let's go ahead and play the uh, let's let's play Biden waving off going to G7.
4: Joe Biden is changing his G7 travel plans in the face of debt negotiations, which have just wrapped up at the White House. It was the second meeting in a week. It's the nation's debt limit. The money we use as a country to pay our country's bills is expected to run out June 1st. President Joe Biden will return to the U.S. on Sunday, shortening what was supposed to be a seven day foreign trap in order to make sure that a deal is reached house speaker kevin mccarthy just spoke outside the white house and says that the parties are still far apart but they say okay. it is possible they could still reach a deal by the end yeah. of the week yeah.
0: they're, they're, it's far apart and we're dug in and we're not going to give up one inch okay uh, we're going to come back in a moment i got natalie winner she's going to be in the great tim pool show today we're going to preview that for you and all the work natalie's been working on these investigative reports her thoughts and opinions and observations on some of these committees, the investigations. And then Liz Harrington, one of the senior aides to President Trump on the campaign, is going to be to break, us, break down all this polling that's happening right now. So stick around for the second hour. Birchgold.com. Make sure you go there right now. Check it out Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Make sure you talk to one of the specialists. Find out why all the central banks in the world are buying gold with two hands. 2022 was a record year. 23 is a record year. What does it mean for your IRA or your 401k? Also get the debt trap. You're on the creditors committee. All this is all free. Get it. You get the nomenclature, the structure, the process, all of it. Also, HomeTitleLock.com. Don't let the cyber guys, the bad guys, get a second mortgage that you got to pay off. HomeTitleLock.com. Back in a moment in the War Room. For War Room, will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost you'll be glad you have the jace case go to jace medical that's one word j a s e medical.com and enter code bannon at checkout for a discount on your order that's promo code bannon at jace j a s e medical.com you know what the problem is cuz you've watched the show you can break you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer